1: Early enrollees at Notre Dame. And the early bird gets the worm. Not just early enrollees, but Notre Dame sealing the deal. Early with the 24 class and going hard at the kids in the 25 class. And it's January. Talk about it next Lucky Lefty podcast. Left. You know the saying, the early bird gets the worm. And we've compared Notre Dame and their strategy from a recruiting standpoint and how they need to get in on kids early. When they got in on Keon Keeley, he was a three-star left. <laughs> he was a three-star. He was an unknown. They identified him. They got on him early. They got him to commit. They got Peyton Bowen to commit early in January. Of last year. Now they have to get better at retaining these five stars, these young men, as the attention comes from the vultures, I call them, of college recruiting. You know, the vultures just wait for the carcass. And then they come as scavengers, yeah. to pick up. That's Alabama. That's Georgia. You know, Ohio State. They're the vultures of recruiting. They come in after you've done all the work. Build the kids up. Here comes Ohio State. But that's how we are,
2: though, when it comes to transfers. You know, we take. That's a a good point. We take
1: the. To a uh, small extent.
2: Yeah, because it's only a few guys we take every year. We ain't Mm -hmm. taking no two year. You know, maybe he's got some upside, maybe he doesn't. We're taking finished products because we know that we got guys that we develop and we got guys with years.
1: Mm -hmm. We want
2: guys that's the the finishing pieces on top of what we're building over here at Notre Dame. So that's why we got a a Caleb Smith. He graduated. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: He's done. He's looking to go to the league after this. He's not thinking I'm going to stay a couple years. No, that's why he's here. Mm -hmm. You got our quarterback, Sam Hartman. He has no other reason other than to play one season and know that he ain't looking to become the winningest quarterback of all time,
1: yeah we'
2: dealing with finished product. even been uh, our guy uh we just interviewed um thomas <sighs> harper thomas harper,
1: yeah,
2: finished product he' like man i'm it's fifth year, yeah. And I think that's a good thing for us to know at Notre Dame is that if we're bringing somebody in, he's playing right now, he's a finished product, he's happy to be here, he's looking to take that next step. So I think we've done a great job of doing that, but now we need to be, like you said, the scavengers and the vultures of college football and pick up on guys like finished products that can help us win championships or possibly change life like a Jermaine Burton, you know, came from Georgia and staying for a couple of years in Alabama.
1: So we're gonna dig into that. But what I want to get started with is what these early enrollees are getting ready to walk into, Left. Like it's cool, regular, no matter it's it's an emotional thing, you know, when you drop your, your kid off at college. Right? Mm. Specifically for the parents, right? You get your cries, you take your pictures then you have the moment when you finally leave and drive back home and say your final goodbyes. And, you know, call me if you need anything. I'll put money in your account. Da 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 da. da, da. And um then real life hits for the kid, right? The kid goes back to the room and realizes like I'm on my own. Yeah. For the first time. These young men are on their own, but they're about to meet Matt Bayless. Their, they new, knew dad. <laughs> their <laughs> new dad. Their new dad. Their new dad.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed
1: What are these
2: young men getting ready to walk into? Uh, You're getting ready to walk into a situation where you're going to have to learn how to use your time management and learn how to be effective in maximizing your time spent. I think you can waste a lot of time at Notre Dame trying to do everything and not get nothing done because it has ample resources, many different routes you can take to lead you many different ways. I think in this case, when you first get in there, you need to stick to the basics. Where do I need to be on a priority list? And that's in that way. Yeah. For these fifth-year guys, getting with Bayless, setting up your schedule, and figuring out your routine is the first couple of weeks. And finding the good food places on campus.
1: <laughs> Kenny Minchie Mench- huh. is the quarterback of this class. I would venture to say physically he has preparation to put in, weightlifting. But there's another preparation that he has to go through that no one else that's enrolling early has to deal with. Talk about that, coming from that perspective as a quarterback that went through the same thing.
2: Man, um, coming in, I was just so excited. I think just being able to ingratiate myself with the team, uh, fill out – kind of what my role would be, how to how to become a good teammate and a quarterback in the quarterback room. The quarterback in the quarterback room is like how when all the Justice League members meet up and you're the new superhero to the game, you know, you got to have respect for the guys in the room uh, and it's a learning process. Have your ears open all the time. A lot of it is just about, okay, what's the swing of things? And then as a quarterback, once you get the the chemistry of what's going on—that's when you start diving into how do I start breaking down my 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 leadership roles of how do I learn the offense? How do I help?
1: Man, the left freeze. <laughs> Man, he was in the middle of talking about Kenny Minchie and giving us great information, Lucky Lefty podcast. But it's it's a totally different task, left, and, and he froze there a little bit. But you were just talking about the the different tasks that are facing Kenny Minchie.
2: Yeah, and the biggest task is finding time to find time to learn the playbook, finding time to learn to find time, finding time to find time to break away from everybody and just start watching film, just start looking at your playbook, looking at the basic plays, looking at the structure of the huddle, talking to Tommy, calling Tom, be like, hey, what's this, what's that, because that's going to help you start getting the train rolling, of how you start becoming a starter yeah. by knowing your job getting in before spring ball because everybody else, if you're not a quarterback, you're just trying to, you know, make sure you stay on lifting, you're eating right, yeah. get your classes right, you know, clean your sheets every three or four weeks. You know, you focus on that. You got the same thing.
1: Yeah, right? you if you're cleaning your sheets start. every three, four weeks, then you real chill on college yeah. campus. You're real chill. <laughs> you real chill. <laughs>
2: For real. But as a quarterback, it's the same thing, but you got to find time to get in that playbook. Got to find time to watch that, start watching that film, watching practice, uh, being being in love with the process because it's going to be a long one. Because you're going to go into spring and feel like you put in work and you're going to feel like you're the worst one. Like, what the hell? Mm. Because it takes a little bit more. It takes a little bit more preparation, a little bit more because uh, I'm pretty sure guys in the quarterback room, because it's competitive and where it's at, they're not going to tell you anything now. And knowing Tyler Buckner, I feel like he's probably not going to talk much to you anyway. So you got to find ways to observe and then take a little bit from everybody and grow. Sam Hartman will be great in the room for Kenny Minchie, guy that's been there, done that, plus a guy coming in, once been there, done that as well.
1: So who would be your best friend? Who Who – who do you think Kenny Minchie would gravitate to first? Will will it be the guys he came in with, or do you think he'll branch out? Will it be the offensive linemen? Will it be the wide receivers?
2: It should be his roommate because in the first couple of weeks, y'all need to work together on how y'all gonna get to class and you know what y'all eating and and how y'all gonna meet up you know to stay you know together to get to practice stuff. So the first one is your roommate. After that, you know, you can branch off into position rooms. I, I don't really know too much of the personality of the kid, but you'll find your guy in the locker room. Where it's like, okay, what's up, man? You you had the same class schedule? Okay, you you like pizza up for class like me? All right, cool, let's go. You know, it kind of works out that way. Um, and it's, it, it happens fast, man. It's a it's a fun, super fun experience, man. I just think you
1: should enjoy every step it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So here's the list of early enrollees. That reported over the weekend. Quarterback Kenny Manche, Wide receiver Braylon James. Wide receiver Jaden Greathouse. Wide receiver Rico Flores. Offensive lineman Sam Pendleton. Defensive lineman Devon Houston. Linebacker Preston Zenter. Linebacker Drake Bowen. Linebacker Jaden Osberry. Cornerback Christian Gray. Safety Adon Schuler and safety Ben Minnesota. Ah, oh, man. 13 guys getting ready to meet Matt Bayless for the first time, their new dad on the Northern campus and going through the adjustment to college life. When you show up, the vibe is it's all football as an early enrollee because the students aren't there yet, right? So now you have a few days where it's just you and the guys and then the students come back. Is there a shock? to the system, like adjusting to the students being on campus and trying to ingratiate yourself, whether it's in class or just walking around campus, because no one really knows you yet.
2: Man, I was so excited when the students came on campus because I was the youngest youngest guy there, but also just excited to see what what you anticipate and what you believe college is like Mm -hmm. going into it. You're 17 on a campus with 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, sometimes 24, 25 year olds. Facts, and you're like, Man, this is a world within the world, like, I ain't no going home,
1: yeah,
2: you know, and yeah, I kind of burned the boat. So, hey, somebody in my class I might be friends with, you never know. So, there was an excitement for me to be uh reaching out to people. I remember when I first my first day I went to the cafeteria, I sat with people I didn't even know.
1: That's dope. That's dope.
2: <laughs> me and my roommate sat with people I didn't even know and just started, you know, talking. And then it's funny that your first day you don't have like in high school, you have a bail. Ain't no bail in college. Yeah. So we'll be all sitting here next to you know everybody gets up, starts going all the time. Now where are everybody going? Oh, I got class, I got this, I got that. And I was so excited for me because I'm like, shoot, let me, where I'm supposed to be at. <laughs> So I'm running around campus, like nobody's telling you where to go. So I'm asking people, hey, where the building is this, this and that. And so uh, man, and that's that's what they don't talk about. You know, obviously you want to get into football and lifting and everything, but that's your first experience is after you lift. Because you're gonna lift first thing in the morning, and then you're gonna go to class right after. So the mm-hmm. lifting's school, you get the okay, this the routine, waking up early get my little breakfast before I leave or whatever, you know? And so uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun for those guys going in, but you know, it gets real about week two or three.
1: Week two or three, wait a minute. What what makes it real? Cause school it gets, gets real it, oh, yeah. it gets
2: cold as hell. Yeah. And now it gets cold. Now you got mental, mental stresses. Man, they gave me a whole book to read before Friday? <laughs> and it's Wednesday?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. That what kind, is, of homework, what kind of homework is yeah, that? That's the
2: project In two weeks, we just started. And then I got a, I got, a, what's a, what's a, what's a Valentine's Day workout where we got to get up at three in the morning? What is that? Just showing you oh, some love. Just showing you some and love, then, love. And then it's like after the first two weeks, you're like, man, I am tired. <laughs> This is this is this is for real, huh? You you that's six AM every day. It's like I can't wait till the weekend come. and then your first weekend is great. You start realizing that everybody got their own thing yeah. going on. It ain't yeah. like you know weekends. You just sit at home you watch TV. It's like weekends, a lot of stuff's happening. And then you start getting closer to your teammates. Yeah, I remember the first, <laughs> the first um. We had some downtime. We started getting more into the weekends. <laughs> your first test in the locker room is 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 your, is your your wardrobe. How you coming? You know Notre Dame's different because you from everywhere. Cats
1: coming in bow times to take a test.
2: Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> how you dressing? Like you know your first time going out with your teammates is a huge thing. It's like your initiation.
1: Oh it's like, man, like,
2: are you fresh as hell? Like what you what you rocking? You know because you can definitely. Uh, get grilled for it, your first time. You know, eighteen years old, you don't know what to wear. Going this and that, and then you, your teammates that are older that's been there, like, man, what you what you got on? You know, so that's always a, a good test on the on a on a team side of where you stand early on is your fit going out for the first
1: time. So when you come to Notre Dame, and uh, you know, not being a player but just being a student, I think. I have an analogy that kind of fits. Like, because you're walking into Notre Dame and you're looking around, and now you're no longer the best player on your team. Now you're amongst the best of the best.
2: Right? You're amongst the best of the best. Yes.
1: Yes. So, you know me. I came from Morgan Park, bro. Right? One of the most, one of the best academic schools at that time. I don't know what the rank is now. But at that time, it was one of the best academic schools in the city. Uh, definitely was one of the best producers of beautiful, intelligent women in the city.
2: Mm, 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 mm.
1: But when I got to U of I, it was totally different. Like, I remember my first party at U of I, bro. Mm, mm, mm. And I had never seen the best of the best like I was seeing it. Mm. And I was comfortable at Morgan Park dealing with, you know, it being, you know, full of intelligent, beautiful women. When I got to U of I, for a second, just for a second, it was a little bit, just a little bit intimidating.
2: It's, it definitely is. The,
1: the pond was a little bit bigger, bro. The yeah, yeah, big, yeah. Right? yeah. And it's it's yeah. the best of the best. I had figured out the Morgan Park Lake, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, right. Look, yeah, the Morgan Park, Morgan Park oh. Pond, right. But now, I'm in a Champagne Lake that's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> a little and bit it, different. It's different when nobody
2: knows yeah. you. Nobody, like, you know, when nobody knows you and you go into an environment where they know they each other more than they know you, at least. Facts, facts. It's just a little different because you like. I gotta step in the right way, you know. <laughs> I gotta because
1: obviously the football is gonna catch up, but them first couple of months, nobody, you, you a, you
2: See, a student.
1: That's what I'm saying. I was doubting myself for the first time, bro. I was doubting my game for the first time. Yeah, that's what been. it's like for these young men. Like for the first time. They might go through some situations where they begin to doubt themselves athletically for the first time.
2: Man, that first couple practices, yeah, you're gonna be like, they recruited me. Are they <laughs> Cause these dudes is some hounds. You got some hells around here. And so all it takes though, you know, that it's the first hitting practice. Man. And it's like, okay. The dude that you've been seeing flying around, you're like, all right, what's this dude look like in past? Cause I'm gonna, you know, yeah, and then you get that first contact, or you, you mess around, make a miss. Now you're like, okay, 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 I can adjust, I can adjust. But yeah. then first couple hits and practice, boom, bam, whoa, I was that was that's hot. That's 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 college football. Good grief.
1: Yeah,
2: and then yeah. you know, but that's why I said when yeah you're, when you're prepared, yeah, it starts slowing down. Okay, I it just happens a little faster, so you anticipate a little bit more. Yeah.
1: See, the classroom, for me, was a smooth transition. Right. It was a smooth transition.
2: Was the style of classroom different for you and how
1: they you know, ran it and no, it was a
2: little more open and more responsible? No, because
1: I was in an advanced program. I got to Morgan Park in seventh grade. Mm. So I was at Morgan Park for six years, but yeah. I was taking classes with high schoolers in seventh grade. So by time, so, by the time I was a sophomore, I felt like a senior mm. in the system, right, and I had already you know, so we always went on a different schedule than the rest of the school, right. so I was used to fast pace, you know having to make sure you listen, being responsible for you know assignments, not really being uh not really having someone to really hold your hand, so when I went to having a professor. You know, basically doing the class, and then I have to have t you know time to go meet a TA in their office if I had a question. That was you know that was familiar for me. I it didn't take me long to adjust. Like sitting in Folger Auditorium for an economics class with three thousand students, and I'm in the balcony because I was like five minutes late, <laughs> and my man is just standing there like, dude, this this professor isn't even going to know my name. He's not even going to know my name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: but I still have to lock in. I have to lock in and I need to get to know this T.A. Like, forget him. I need to rock out with this T.A. Right. And some of these young men, like, they're definitely going to see Matt Bayless and their position coaches a lot more than they're going to see Marcus Freeman.
2: Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying?
1: So they got to lock in. They got to lock in. They recruit Freeman,
2: no more. Marcus Freeman ain't going to be eating dinner with you now. Absolutely. Maybe at training table. He Maybe at table. He ain't going to sit in your dorm and eat pizza late at a- night and absolutely. talk about your
1: day. Absolutely. Right? So now he you gotta got to lock in. Kids. You know he, he at home. You got to lock in. He's at home after a long day, you know, with a nightcap of vanilla whiskey. That's what he does. That's right. That's right. So, look, I can relate, bro. Maybe not on the athletic scale, but like, there are similarities in college. You know, for every student that's there, that the experience is, is, it's real. It's absolutely real. And depending upon where you go, you know, you might have certain uh, things to try to pull your attention attention away. You know, because I'm sure, hey, look here, man. I've walked the campus. I couldn't play football at USC, bro. Not me. I I can't even imagine what it was like for Reggie Bush, Lindell White, Matt Liner, these dudes talking about. They going around town, getting into clubs, or what it was like back in the '80s for the Miami squad that was like kicking it with Luke, getting into clubs. <laughs> like I can't, I can't even imagine, bro. Like the closest you all get to something like that is having to drive an hour and a half to Chicago on the weekend. Rush on Tavern's great.
2: The, the scene is great downtown. Oh, you know
1: about Rush on Tavern? Oh, okay. Okay, my dude. Yes, right. yes,
2: yes, yes, yes.
1: Okay.
0: So
2: okay. there's definitely some spots in Chicago. You just sit right on down the street, catch a mm-hmm. couple of basketball games or whatever. There's always something going on. If you want to yeah. go to the Philharmonic. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You're talking like you talking like you've been here before. You talking like you've been here before. You're talking like you've been here before. Right. <laughs> lucky lefty podcast Notre Dame is closing in on in my opinion in the next three weeks or so probably four to five commits And we talked about how they needed to jump out early on young men what this staff is doing And the success of the junior day cannot be understated. And I think they already have seven in the class. If things go the way I believe they're going to go, Notre Dame is going to leave the month of January with 11 commits in 2024. They had a 25 receiver, Dorian Brew from Ohio at the junior day. Dylan McCullough just offered another 25 running back last night. This staff is already zeroing in on big time recruits that they want in 2025. Like, dude, this is how locked in they are, bro. They could leave January with 11 commits in the class. That's half the class because I think the class is going to be probably 22 to 23 kids. They'll be 50% done with the class going into February. And they haven't even gotten to the spring visits where kids come in in March to watch practice blue and gold game. And I think they're going to have an avalanche of commitments once again from May through July, like they did last year. This, hey, tip your cap, stand up, show some love, round of applause, however you want to do it. What Marcus Freeman and this staff are doing, with Chad Bowden at the head as the ambassador, it's absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know why? 2023 and the way it went at the end did not deter them one bit. No. They didn't hang their heads about Keon Keeley. They didn't hang their heads about Peyton Bourne. No. They went even harder coming into this year. You have to love it. Absolutely have to love the way they're attacking recruiting.
2: You definitely love it. And I think what's most important, too, is that it's building the confidence in the program that we're still continuing to reach to get better year to year. We're not just satisfied with a hot class in 23 and then take off a couple classes and depend heavy on the 23 class and win us a championship. Every class that's come in is thinking they're going to be the team to win it. That type of inspiration and and that type of team is what's going to carry us through, I think, especially through to the end. Justin Scott on
1: the 31st. I think it's about three or four other guys that were at junior day that will eventually make their commitments known. Uh, We don't want to step on their opportunity and their moment. So we'll let that play out. But once again, Notre Dame more than likely is going to be halfway done with their class going into the month of February. And if some of those commitments carry into February, it's still left up to those young men. To decide when they want to make the commitment but just let it be known, it be known. No, this staff is not deterred at all at all and they're already focused on 25 which in my opinion lets me know that that they, they have a really condensed and concise list for 24. like they're going after this small group of people
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like, maybe it might be 50 to 60 kids left. And as always, they'll continue to watch film, continue to visit coaches like they continue to do over the weekend, high school programs, find out about kids, add kids to the list. But right now, they're pretty much showing you, look, we have 50 to 60 kids. This is who we like. Yeah. This is who we're going after. We're going after the best of the best. And that's it. You have to love that.
2: Love it, and uh, creaming the crop is what we're looking for. We a cream of the crop program, and we're just looking to stay on on beat with that. And I think a lot of it too is we uh we aren't depending on our laurels of just being Notre Dame. We're actually using it and attacking recruiting as we're as if we're Notre Dame. So it's a difference in just saying we're using the title and then being about it and showing it
1: in recruiting. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Shout out to everybody that joined us today. Great things going on. Early enrollees, the challenges facing them. Who do you expect out of those early enrollees to make the biggest impact or the quickest impact?
2: Hopefully it's somebody offensively. That's what I'm hoping for. One of the
1: wide receivers?
2: One of the wide, maybe Rico Flores get in there. Um, I still want to see Tobias get in there. I feel like he's still a rookie. But I really don't. I really can't tell because I don't know how they're gonna fit them into what they're doing. Tommy has an interesting process of freshman anyway, (laughs) so maybe we'll see how he goes about it. But uh, more so than anything, I just want to see them all make an impact in some way.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think one of the wide receivers. I think it's either the wide receivers or the linebackers, right? Because You got all three of your linebackers coming in, and you have three of your four wide receivers coming in. So, I'm going to put my money on Jaden Greathouse. He makes an impact early and really stands out. He definitely looks the
2: most physically ready to plug and play.
1: Yep. Yep. You know what time it is.
0: (laughs) Petticoat. Petticoat. Petticoat it's time to get petty oh we did a good job executing are you upset with something and fire up the petticoat junction train
2: i just don't like you
0: you don't No. what is today's petty historic petty junction
1: Petty Junction, Pettiest Stories of the Day brought to you by Anora Whiskey, com, That premium American whiskey, com. Tom Brady is on the petty train. Mm. Come on, man. I know it was bad. It didn't go the way you want to go, but you can't be on the field trying to trip people, man. It's just a slide tackle, man. Come on, dog. This is not FIFA. This it's is not the, the- world. This is not the World Cup. It was a little frustration. I understand that. And that's away.
2: not even what tackled the guy.
1: No, it wasn't, but he still attempted. He still made the attempt to kick. Doesn't matter. The intent was there. I gotta put him on the petty train, left. I gotta put him on the petty train. I just have to, right? This this player, this basketball player from Indy from uh Alabama, you're an idiot, bro. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. And then they carry you out yesterday and you got the nerve to be crying after you just blatantly took someone's life. You're an idiot.
2: Idiot. Why did they get the other dude? Is it I thought I thought the basketball players won that shot.
1: But if I'm not mistaken from reading a couple of the stories, it was a uh they both exchanged gunfire, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, they were shooting at each other.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hit the girl. Yes. So I'm I'm gonna keep my ears to the ground, and and look for more updates. But yeah, that that whole situation is just it's it's dumb. It's dumb. I and it's unfortunate because I hate hearing about stuff like that. How do you just pull up on somebody and commence the shooting? Um, it's one of the dumbest things I man. Crazy. it's that
2: dang rap music
1: left look man but then he's crying though as they take him out to send him to the pen
2: because the song wasn't playing
1: jason hewlett thank you for the super chat best indie podcast period luck for oc i'm just saying thank you my brother brandon Plinson. sd Who is the talented 25 quarterback you alluded to i actually answered this on the board i didn't allude to One player, I said the quarterback class in 2025 is going to be one of the best classes in the state of Illinois. I didn't allude to any one in particular. Mm. But left out to man, I want you to check out his film. There's a kid named Ethan Plum in Illinois. This is like the person I hear talked about the most. It's like four or five quarterbacks in the 25 class. Most people are saying, like, yo, this is the best crop of quarterbacks to come out of Illinois in a since long Tommy's time. Since Tommy's year? No, since J.J. McCarthy's year probably. Because I think J.J. McCarthy's year, you had a guy go to Northwestern, and you had another kid go somewhere in the Big Ten, and you had J.J. McCarthy go to, to Michigan. So his year, he had like three. This year, they're talking like four or five guys that could be power five quarterbacks. But mm-hmm. Ethan Plum is the one I had talked about a lot And if you watch, I'm going to send you his film, Left. If you watch his film, he is advanced because of the offense they put him in. Don't tell me coaching doesn't matter on the high school level.
2: No, coaching matters a lot on the high school level.
1: When you see what they ask him to do on the high school level, you already know he's going to be advanced Yeah. when he gets to college because of the way they ask him to do certain things. I was impressed more. By what he was running I was impressed by him because it was only his sophomore film he's a 25 kid so I'm watching a sophomore quarterback that's going to get bigger and stronger he's already like six four two six three six four two hundred mm-hmm. something like oh, that okay
2: so he got the size
1: yeah he's already a big kid so and he already has an effortless arm but he's a sophomore so you can just project, project in two more years, but I'm going to send you his film because I'm like, yo, this is this is some pro-type stuff that they asked him to do and throws that they asked him to make. That was the most impressive thing to me. Jason Hewlett, if I see Matt Salerno on the field for any reason at all, I'm shooting my TV with a Mossberg. I'm just saying another reason Luck should be O.C., Luck don't have trust issues. That's a Tommy thing. I'm just saying.
2: (laughs) Nah, I ain't got no trust issues when you're recruiting the players. Come on, man.
1: (laughs) Jason Hewlett. (laughs) Thank you for the super chat. Luck, did you play in Under Armour cleats? If so, how would you rate their performance versus other brands?
2: Man, during that time, it was 2015, and Cam Newton was blowing up, and he had them Superman cleats, and we thought they gave us more powers. They were hard. Mm. They were hard. I liked them. The Superman cleats. Yeah, where he was doing this, the little dab and all that. That was 2015 now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Lucky Lucky Podcast. So, man, we'll see you guys tomorrow for another great episode. Like we said, we're waiting to hear back from DQ to see when he can jump on. And we're going to hop into some draft talk pretty soon and get some feedback on the Notre Dame players for some draft gurus and let you guys know what to expect. From the guys as they go into the Senior Bowl and then matriculate on into the NFL. All right, Lucky Lucky Podcast. I know one thing: we got another weekend. A dominant Notre Dame offensive lineman in the playoffs. I know that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know that. That Dallas San Francisco. That's all I'm gonna talk the entire game. Like my just Notre
2: Dame versus Notre Dame. i like, oh, good it.
1: grief! This offensive line play is good in this game. What school did right. they
2: go to? That's right. Who was their coach? That's right, Harry. He still don't know. Gonna have a split jersey. He don't know who yeah, to yeah.
1: celebrate. <laughs> dude. Harry should wear a Dallas, San Francisco split jersey. That'd be yeah. dope if they took a picture of him in his office doing that over the weekend. That would be great promo.
2: They, they, owe, they, they. Harry, he's in a lot, man. What a great opportunity it was for me to even be around it.
1: You know. So. Yeah. We will see you guys tomorrow for another edition of the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Have a great Tuesday, but most of all, you got to make sure that you spin it different.